Summer Breakfast on SEN. Questions without notice for Gazman. Make this Christmas a Gazman Christmas. And right now, enjoy 25% off polos and shorts. Questions without notice. Thanks to the great folk at Gazman. I want to open up with a question on Bailey Smith for you, Scoot. Only joking. No, 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 please. No, I'm only joking. Please. Just thought I'd stay off. He didn't bite at all. It's funny, actually, off the back of that debate that we did have how, you know, almost half and half, half aligned with you, half aligned with me. So this is a small sample. This show shouldn't be called Breakfast with Sam and Simon. It should be called Breakfast with Airy Fairy and the Realist. Love your work, Simon. Not so much, Sam. Bit of Borat in that. You not so much. Sam, I agree. Westmith, who will go, is going to be a big story all day. Scoop, please. Whether you want to talk about it or not, I bet it will be brought up most days by talkback callers. The general punter loves this stuff. That's Chris on the train. Just a sample of some of those texts coming Are you proud through. of yourself? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Bevo. Hey, Christmas Day sport we spoke about this week, didn't we? The NBL have done it, and they're doubling down with it. There's two games this year. The Jack Jumpers are hosting the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix down in Hobart, and then uh, the Kings are hosting the Hawks just uh, up the road on the Christmas Day as well. So those games, 5.30 and 7.30. Spoke about the big bashes flirting with the concept. They've never fully done it. Again, we surmised as to why that might be the that case. That was a number of years ago they flirted and they haven't again, spoken since. No, and again this year, no. I, I think I ask them about it every time we have Alistair Dobson on. He goes, well, maybe. But, but I think generally the players don't want to do it and you could understand why. Dean Vickerman, the Melbourne United coach. Now, last year when the NBL tipped their toe in the water on this. They sent Melbourne United up to Sydney to play the Kings on Christmas Day. That went down like a lead balloon. So this is Dean Vickerman uh, talking with Julian DeStoop yesterday about uh, Christmas Day basketball in the NBL. When you had the Christmas Day game last year, you're not, t- you're not part of it this year. There is two games. How did, you, how did you reflect on that experience? And do you think it's a really good move to go to two games this year? I hated it, you know, as in I love being a part of, you know, the first time it had ever happened and being a part of history and that. But, you know, to try and organise your teams, mm. their families, you know, the sacrifice that they're going to make to go interstate, really, really tricky one. Um, you know, if it had been in Melbourne and you had been able to just – you know, be with your families in the morning and then go play a game. It, well, it might have been a different story. But, um, you know, this year, I think the Phoenix are going down to Tassie, yep. which is going to be a, a tough one for them to, to navigate that one. Um, but then, the you know, the Wollongong-Sydney one, it, to, that one to me makes a, a whole lot of sense where those guys have the ability to, to do Christmas with the family and still go play the game. Dean Vickerman just uh, keeping his cards close to his chest there. We hated it. But uh, he makes a good point. Why don't they just question that notice? Why don't they just do derbies? If travelling adds so much to the day as it does on Christmas Day and everyone despises it, why wouldn't they just do derbies? Why wouldn't you have South East Melbourne it. and Melbourne United play each other and, and, and the Kings and the Hawks? That softens it. But I'm not a Christmas Day sport man. Not even at night. Not, not even at night you are. And that's a traditional thing. Or more, no, you just, just wouldn't like, be watching like it anyway. Christmas Day, yeah. one day of the year where it, it's it's dedicated to what's most important. Uh, a lot of AGMs going on at the moment in football clubs. Now, Essendon had theirs last night. Paul Brasher was announced as a life member, and Darcy Parrish was as well. But a very interesting story uh, in the Herald Sun written by Scotty Gallen where David Barham addressed uh, Essendon's relationship with poker machines. 
And uh, the story, um, Scotty's reporting that Essendon is not in a position to live without poker machine revenue. David Barham, the president, saying there would be, quote-unquote, massive damage if the club cut off the controversial financial lifeline. Now, as we know, um, there are a number of clubs still involved in pokies. Essendon are one. Uh, Carlton still are. Richmond still are. Uh, St Kilda still are. Uh, Essendon actually have a couple of venues um, and then we know there's a handful of clubs that have over time have weaned themselves off uh, pokies, like the Western Bulldogs, Melbourne, uh, I think Collingwood, Geelong, the Hawks have as well. Um, but interestingly with this, they had a couple of spots open on the board. They had Kevin Sheedy up for election and Tim Roberts up for election. Now, they were both re-elected, but the challenger was Graham Evans, who was standing on the anti-poker machine platform. So that was his big sell. We want to get out of pokies. Now, according to the Herald Sun, Graham Evans received 2,600 votes to get onto that board. Roberts, 5,500. Sheedy, about 5,500. So they, they were the winners in the end. But it's interesting to note the support that Evans did get. So David Barham did say, I think, last night, we acknowledge some of the members have a, a passionate view about getting out of pokies. Should they get out of them? ASAP, Son. It's going to send the club down the tubes. I don't think so. But I mean, they they're not illegal. Should they be planning to get out of well, they, they, they I think that, that's probably um, the directive from the AFL and where they're heading. But while it questions their financial stability and they're not doing anything that's, not, that's lawless here. Look, you are well far more experienced in this space than I. Aren't there a million other investment options? No, but but I don't think there is. Uh, what? Unless you well, if you say there's not, they can't run the club. Well, you, you're then saying you know, the, the the board are inadequate. I don't think there is a million other investment really? options. Of course not. And that's why he said, I, I think it's fantastic. What Dave what, so there's pokies, there. or, there's pokies or we're scratching around to, to no, no, find no. revenue? I, I think they'll, they'll eventually find a way. I think all clubs will, will eventually find a way. But at the moment, they, they don't have a platform to, to just wipe them out because they can't. To They've say they're not to illegal pay. is true. But, I mean, geez, there's a lot of things that aren't illegal that are absolutely disgraceful in society. I don't uh, think they're disgraceful. Pokies just... are – they ruin lives. They're shocking things. Yeah, so does so – does... Having a bet on the horses, but that doesn't mean you bring them and in as your main your main source of revenue. You've no, got to get out of those things. Yeah, and and they I I, th- I think the direction is that they will do that eventually, but they it's just it's it's not the space to do it right now. And, and look, the costs of football clubs are, huge. are massive, and yeah, I, huge. I don't think huge. you know there just isn't investment possibilities out there that that replace X amount of revenue with X amount of revenue, depending on what cost it gets you to get that X amount of revenue in. So, you know, pokies are, the, are their best way at the moment. Um, yes, you know, they're probably not the ideal and the greatest look, mm. but I think probably in 10 years' time, you won't see clubs still reliant on gambling revenue. If you've got a question without notice, you can drop it in the 40 Wings Temper text uh, inbox tray, which we keep a close eye on here, 0433981116. We're overdue uh, to get to the newsroom. Vanessa's got the headlines. Uh, SEM Breakfast, powered as always by Scoob's mates at Kubota. More than 40 years have been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you've got a question without notice, we'll address it right after the news. Vanessa, thank you. SEN Breakfast is for country racing as well. Good time of the year. Get along uh, summer and country racing. Visit. How did you get involved in racehorsing? <laughs> he never misses on that one, Coxie, does he? Visit country.racing.com. Uh, questions without notice. In racehorsing parlance. <laughs> 
Christian is down in Frankston. How are you, Christian? Hey, Sam. How are you, mate? I'm well. I was listening to you, <laughs> to you talking before about your lawn. Oh, no. People are fatiguing um, of the lawn. I, 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 oh, I, I need I, to get on top of it, Christian. Have you got some advice that will end it? Well, yeah. Just um, Did you do any irrigation, mate? No, I didn't do any irrigation. Well, no. what, what define irrigation. Well, just some sprinklers to instead no. of standing there hand watering. <laughs> you want a you know, nice automatic sprinkler system. So if you go away and, you know, you can just have it coming on every day without worrying about standing there watering and going brown. Well, that's true. I could do that. I, I live in a street, though, where I'm lucky, Christian. I've, I've got some nice neighbours who have offered their services, but I just hope they're as reliable as the timer sprinkler system you are guiding me towards. But in terms of irrigation, it's not a big area. Like, you'd laugh if you saw it. It's not a... Not a vast sum of uh, of land, but um, I'm hoping just uh, we can survive for a couple of weeks while I'm away, Scoob. Well, just when, when are you away? Friday. Well, I'll, I'll drop out. And do oh, it. you'll drop yeah, out, I'll, will I'll you? I'll drop out. You'll drive in there. from Molesworth. Yeah, and, and do the lawn for you. I'm, oh, I'm very it's on happy your way to. into the apartment. Correct. Very happy to. You can swing off. Can I way. do that? I'm not sure I really want to let you inside the property, if I'm being honest. The way you've yeah, been this morning. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And I'm still coming for you, by the way. I haven't forgotten that call earlier. All right? Unbelievable. Ray, uh, Ray's in Bayswater. Ray, welcome along. Morning, boys. How are we? We're well. Uh, a little further information on your pitchforks. Yes. Uh, back in the day when wheat was still being cut with sides and turned into sheaves, there'd be... Guys walking along beside a horse-drawn dray with long-handled pitchforks, which were slightly wider than the normal one, with upturned tines on them. They'd spear a shoe, turn and hoover it over their shoulder onto the back of the dray as it was moving along where it would be stacked prior to going to the mill. Now, I think that might have been where the word pitch came from. Little history lesson there from Ray, Ray uh, Scoot. Work, yeah, thanks, Ray. And you know, you remember seeing some of those, you know, in the old black and white intros to some movies and things like that. You see them pitching it up and over their shoulder. You'd have a few pitchforks in your shed. Not anymore. Garden forks. Not anymore. So just you're going away from that side of things altogether. You got or well, you moved? You've moved house. Yeah. So no oh, more. Still, still got moo-moos and stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah. My so you're still on the land, so Very to speak. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But you've downsized. You've downsized. I haven't downsized. I haven't done anything yet. Just oh. sort of just just chilling at the minute. Okay. To see you know what what what's next. But there's still a few moo-moos around that you know are waiting and putting on weight and. Hey, we had a question without notice uh, yesterday. I might, we need to take a break. I'm going to ask you about it on, on the other side of this. Uh, you're listening to uh, to Summer Brecky, Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell. You can uh, listen to win a day one Boxing Day test double pass thanks to Cricket Australia. Blimey, that's a good prize, Scoo, that we got to yeah, give away uh, this week as well. So a double pass to day one of the Boxing Day test. You won't be coming up to lunch with me, but it, you'll be, you know... You'll enjoy the day. No voucher for Scoob. He's straight into the committee room for the luncheon. Now we'll take a break. Back on the other side. Summer breakfast on SEM. Not letting you anywhere near my backyard, no matter how much you ask. Hey, listen, question without notice. Could it possibly be right, as has been reported, that Nathan Lyon 
from 31,614 deliveries in his career that have seen him take 501 wickets that he has never, ever bowled a no ball. Can that be possible? And I've just done a quick combing through in the ad break there while we're sitting in silence. Can't find the stats anywhere that would prove it to be true or otherwise. But does it pass the pub test? Could it be possible? Well, if someone's published it, someone and they're, has. they're a noted they are. cricket statistician. They are. So well, you back them. It's just an extraordinary. Them. It's one of the best stats I've ever heard. It's an extraordinary stat not to have overstepped once. Mazar Arshad on X um, with with that tweet uh, yesterday, I think, or day before, I think it was. Um, we talked about it earlier. Um, 500 wickets is a great achievement. What about doing it without overstepping ever in your test career? 31,608 deliveries and never bowled a line, no 31, ball. 31,000. <laughs> it's extraordinary. It hasn't tried to just get a little advantage once. What was your, how did you go on the no ball front? You oh, it cost me a lot of wickets. Yeah, just overstepping by about three metres, trying to become a bit quicker. Yeah. Just used to run through the crease, throw yep. it at them. Yeah. Yeah, so I had the 25-degree bent arm and three metres closer. <laughs> I still couldn't get a wicket. <laughs> Ever take a wicket on a no ball? Yeah, probably a few, yeah. but can't remember. I didn't never got many. Uh, was I being hypocritical before when I was talking about the pokies? No, you weren't. It, I don't think anyone's perfect. We're all trying I'm to be very close to it. <laughs> We're all trying to be better. <laughs> and where do you draw the line? What are you driving? What are you eating? Yeah. What are all the other things all you're doing that aren't great for the world? I don't think there's very few people in the world that that um, live and don't offend yeah. in some way, somewhere. Whether it be the sheets they sleep in on their bed. The and pillow I'm not, slip, the soap they use. I'm not the, preaching. I just think we can all do it. We can, surely there can be other ways, particularly with pokies that have been proven to be horribly addictive, nasty little machines that, um, that's been proven over time. That's nothing new there. If they, I, I just Maybe it's a question for a club CEO when we have them on um, in the future about other revenue streams and how whether I think it's, it's easier than it actually is, Scoob, uh, to redirect your investment and, and portfolio. And then you, 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 know, you have a preferred betting yeah, company that sponsors the league, and then there's yeah, and then there's sports betting, you which know, is so different again. But of course, in, people ruin their lives doing that as well. Yeah, you know, like but we, it, we study the form every week to lose money. Yeah, and the horses. You know, you, you say you sit mm. in front of a poking and just yeah. push buttons, and you're mesmerised by it. Yeah. Well, we actually put uh, actual effort. Well, some into, some do into trying to find a winner, some and we do. still lose. Some do. <laughs> Um, but this this is interesting too. Like just because footy clubs get out of pokies doesn't mean the issue doesn't continue for other people. They still exist, uh, and they and as find people are saying, another way of at, uh, of um, fulfilling a, a desire. Yeah. Don't they? Well, the, the, the pokies don't disappear. They're still there. And as, as few texters are saying, at least when footy clubs are, this is the other spin. At least when footy clubs are involved with them, that money is being reinvested into the community. But geez, it's a long, it is a long bow mm. to draw. Mm. Um, so questions that notice, uh, and we're powered by Kubota here. Forty years of I mean, making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, Beetle says it's not extraordinary that Nathan Lyon hasn't bowled a no ball. It's just a bowler with half a brain who realises he has an eighty metre strip of turf to land his front foot. That's from nice, Gary. Hmm. So there you go. Nothing extraordinary at all. It seems to happen very often, though, doesn't it? Mm. Every other bowler out there. Yeah, but the, the quick, you can understand with the quicks. Yeah. You know, the quicks, you, you only have to be out, you know, a centimetre in one of your 
18 strides coming in, mm-hmm. and it's a no ball. Yep, indeed. All right, uh, we might take an early break. I've seen Julian to sleep around. Be, uh, you've, you've got me intrigued on this this gambling thing and, and, and sport. And then the, the, the because I think the holistically, dogs... you know, because I think you could probably point you know, to anyone that, oh, but you do that or you do that or, you know, rubber in your tyres on your bike. You know, how, how, where, where mm. does that come from? Where do you draw the line? Y- yeah. yeah, where do you... But I think if of a night time you put your head on the pillow and you're happy with your contribution to to the world that day that you've lived that okay, I reckon that'll, you know, that'll do me. I think that's a good litmus test. North Melbourne haven't had poker machine revenue for 20 years and have made profits for the past 12 years. If it's good enough for them, surely Essendon need to stop taking the easy road. That's it's some of the other things. St Kilda are in with the pokies and, and like if they yeah, didn't just about have all the pokies, yeah. like I'd, I wouldn't think St Kilda would exist. Mm. When they're, they're parentally in, in debt, um, you know, they, they, so, you know, they don't have the supporter base, it seems, that the bigger clubs have got. You know, they've got their 50 or 60,000 members, but not their, their 100 and 120. Hang on, Couchy and Watsonia. This, is, this requires a deeper forensic analysis. Capel Dev, Imran Khan, Dennis Lilly, Lance Gibbs and Beefy, both of them, of course, never bowled a no ball in their career either. No. Capel Dev never bowled a no ball. Please. Turn it up. That can't be right. Is Couchy taking the P155 there? Has to. Couchy's wanting ha- us to go home and do a lot of work that is going to be fruitless. <laughs> Has to be. <laughs> hey, um, we'll take a break, our final break, uh, Scoob. We had Stuart Fox today. Uh, we had Michael Bridge today as well. We'll push Renee Stubbs back. Uh, we might have got ourselves a little pickle there uh, into January, oh, close to, to the Australian. To her next year, Clo- then. Yes, you will, won't you? Closer to the Australian Open for Renee. Uh, Australia's. Open is a new documentary that's about to hit the rise of one of Australia's biggest uh, sporting events. Julian DeStoop is in the house. He's got mornings in his portfolio, and he's going to join us next. Hey, Jules. 